Experience true vulnerability, how to overcome trials. You will laugh, cry, and experience everything in between. Welcome to the King of Corona podcast. Brought to you by Tyler Griffith. Oh, yeah. All right, so I wanted to do an episode where I just talked honestly, openly, about just real life struggles like insecurities. We all have insecurities. We all have things that kind of make life a little bit more difficult for us. And a lot of it, most of it is just in our head. And so it's good to just recognize it. I like to verbalize it and then it helps me even more like verbalizing it, but then putting it out there for people to listen to. Like I've realized it's like a therapy for me. just to be able to accept things about myself that maybe are hard to accept, but then once you accept them and you acknowledge them, you can start to work on them and move past them. But I wanted to start just with a song and then I'll get into some of this. This is a song that I wrote and I think it's called A Long Way Down. I can't remember and I probably won't remember all the words, but it's a pretty, it's a good song and I wrote, I wrote a bunch of songs last year because I was going through a lot. And my emotions were just like all over the place. And so I put all of my energy into running songs, jokes, and the podcast. But here's the song. Because it's a long road down. And I'm scared right now. Well, you gotta keep it moving to get where you're going to live somehow. But it's a long road down. I know you're scared right now. There he was, standing all alone, wondering what to call home. So much lying on the road ahead, gotta pick it up or you wind up dead, no point blaming everything on them, they're just doing the best they can, the whole wide world's in such a mess, but we got each other and that's the best, cause it's a long road down, and I'm scared right now. Well, you gotta keep it moving to get where you're going to live somehow. I know it's a long road down. You're gonna win somehow. Got so much riding on your man, I see. You can pull it together and start to be free. The chains that held you, they got to go. Hearing your story from the radio Cause it's a long way down, don't you know But I gotta keep moving Oh, down, 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 my friend Keep on moving till the end Cause it's a long road down I know you're scared right now 
What if you just keep on moving, you'll get where you're going And you'll live right now I know it's a long road down But you're gonna win right now See what's weird about writing that song? First off, I have no idea how that sounds I probably won't even go back and listen to it But, uh, actually I will, I'll listen to it for sure but I'll probably like pit, nitpick it and be like, oh, that sounds like crap and think about taking it down 20 times and then I'll publish it. <laughs> that's, how, that's how I'm getting over my fear is it's like I do this thing where it's like I'm nervous, I'm shaking, and then I just do it because I, I weigh out the options. I'm nervous, but I'm excited at the same time this is my first this is my first time doing online dating doing my eHarmony video <laughs> you guys have no idea what I'm talking about but uh, remember that girl that she did the interview and she she did an eHarmony video this is back when YouTube just was very first getting big and you had like viral videos that just happen every once in a while not like every other second like they do now but this girl was like, this is my first time at doing eHarmony video. And she's like, I love cats. I love every kind of cat. And it's like, <laughs> so she does the interview normal, but then they turn it into a song. So it's called I Love Cats Songified. And if you want to laugh really hard, watch the video first with just her doing her eHarmony. And then watch the one where she's uh, songified. So you can laugh, but that's basically how I, and like I got into that because I was saying like I feel anxious and nervous at the same time. Like that's how I feel. Like I do this, uh, it's like her doing the eHarmony video. Like I play these songs and I'm like, hmm, like why are you doing this again? Like what is this? Like what are you doing? But like this episode, I just wanted to talk about like insecurities. Like that's an insecurity of mine. Like putting something out there that people could maybe like pick apart and be like, what is Tyler doing? And like, I think the reason, a big reason why I and people do that and like why we have insecurities is because like maybe I'm the type of person that would have in the past said something about somebody like behind their back. Like, do you see what this person is doing? And so now since... I finally have a different perspective and I'm not like trying to be a little drama starter. Sometimes you get sucked into cultures where you just like for whatever reason are looking at things negatively and you got to pull yourself out of that. But, um, but yeah, I think like that's a big reason why like I would probably have an insecurity about people talking about me is maybe because I did it. That's just something to be self-aware about. Like, that's why I know that like, if I did that before in the past, it was wrong, but you kind of condition yourself to be a certain way. So to break yourself out of your like conditioned mindset, it's really difficult. So for me, I feel scared like a lot of the time. And like a big part of that is because of marijuana. Like I smoke marijuana. Um, and I do it usually just like a couple times a week. I'll do it before like a really hard cardio workout. I'll usually do like an edible and then I'll go run like 16 miles. And it's just the best like thinking that, 
like the mindless activities you can do with marijuana it's just therapeutic and healing and you get into this like flow state easier where you can just enjoy yourself but um where was I going with that before the marijuana thing I did kind of want to touch on marijuana though a little bit on this episode but let's talk about my insecurity how I'll smoke and then some other stuff about some other stuff. It'll probably come back to me. But uh, I just think it's important to talk about this stuff. It's important to like acknowledge the fact that you aren't perfect, that there's things about you that maybe you wish were different, but they're not. Oh, I was talking about like conditioning yourself. Just you need to condition yourself and break yourself out of certain things that you've conditioned yourself to do. And so like for me, I've had to condition myself to like do things that I don't want to do and it's difficult because I don't want to do them like I really honestly like doing that 50 mile race like I don't know that I wanted to do it I want to do 100 mile now and it's like I don't even know that I want to do it but I like I know the experience now I know what people talked about and conditioning myself to get out of a mindset where like three miles used to be really hard and then I had to break through that and do six miles and break through that and do 10 miles. Like the 50 mile race just broke open something new in my brain that if I didn't just like face my fear, show up to that race on that race day, like I never would have gotten through the barrier to like accept that there's so much more than what you think. And so, and it applies to everything in life. Like I was talking to a friend and we were talking about like eternity and like you have this concept of eternity at one point in your life. Maybe it's like a religious background or something, but you have this concept of like eternity and you're conditioned to just think a certain way possibly. And then when you start to break through these barriers, like when you go through these hard things you face your insecurities, you face your fears, and you start to really like break through the barriers, you get addicted to this like growth. Like you get addicted to growing. Um, You want to just keep breaking through the next barrier. And so I was talking to this friend, we were talking about like religion. Sometimes it's really difficult because like you have two people in a relationship and one person is stuck in a mindset and the other person's, and like maybe they're growing, but maybe they're just changing their mind and thinking about things differently and it's just really sad how you can see like a couple kind of fall apart when at one point they had the same thought process and like they had the same idea of what eternity meant and it's really difficult when you look at people when you've kind of transitioned a little bit away from the normal way of thinking and then people call it like leveling up or becoming enlightened or whatever people want to label that but it's really just like you leave a paradigm you shift into a new one and then you can look back at the old one and it makes a lot more sense to you and so then you realize you're in like a new paradigm and so how you view the world at that moment isn't perfect but you know that because you just experienced like breaking through the last paradigm. And so now you want to grow eternally. Like you want to keep progressing until the end of this life. Like you're like, 
dang, I was I can't believe like all these paradigms ago I was stuck in this box and now like I went through this, now I went through this, now I went through this and it's like that gives me the biggest concept of like eternity that I could ever think of is it's like you just constantly are like progressing and breaking into like the next the next realm, the next paradigm. And when you do that, like I said, it's just it's it's like bliss. It really is. Like and you start to lose your anxiety because you start to understand that you're not in control. Like for me, the last year has just been this like eye opener to to just like the value of this life of what I'm trying to accomplish. And I just have I've understood more in the last couple years than ever just like the concept of letting go anytime I just let go and let things kind of happen it's crazy how seamlessly things seem to fall into place and it's just I, there's you wish you could verbalize these things they always say like wisdom is like and I talked about this before in this podcast, but wisdom is something that you can't like give to people. Like you gain wisdom. Knowledge is something that you can like, you can give to other people, but wisdom is something that you basically experience and you end up receiving through like life experience or it's just something that happens. And like, I really do feel like you can gain so much more wisdom in this life when you let yourself break through paradigms and a lot of like you can keep getting knowledge like knowledge is something that you can keep gaining while stuck in a paradigm so you get like great knowledge about things that you want but if you ever I just feel like if you keep yourself in a mindset and you tell yourself like 100% I'm not going to leave this mindset this is like where I want to remain because it's safe I would say it's pretty safe to say that like if you die and your spirit continues like you would be at a disadvantage in the next life because you didn't try as hard to progress during this life kind of a concept like I some this is kind of how I would look at this life kind of so if you haven't watched the movie Interstellar um, Joni Moore that I always talk about because She's a very insightful, deep human that I like to talk with. But this movie, Interstellar, she recommended that I watch it. And it's a really cool concept about, like, time, how time works. And we have this concept about time, and we hold ourselves to it because we look at the clock and we see that the sun comes up and the sun goes down and like in that time frame the sun takes it's 24 hours and then that's basically like our time and so everything's like be at this meeting at 10 this training at 11 this at 12 this at 1 and so we get this very like crazy relationship with this time so you watch this movie interstellar It's essentially the point of this movie is that the earth is coming to an end. So the earth is basically like, it's dying. Um, There's all this dust and it's uninhabitable. 
And so Matthew McConaughey, he is he was with NASA, but he got out of it and he's working on the farm and he kind of hates his basically doesn't like what he's doing and feels like he's not doing what he was called to do. And then miraculously like the dust creates this language that he's able to understand that give him coordinates to the spot to where it's basically NASA in the middle of a cornfield. And they're like, we need you for this mission. And he's like, okay, sign me up. So he leaves his daughter. His daughter is like bawling. If you have kids, like it's a tearjerker because you're like, I leave my kids for like a couple days and it's like, uh, I don't get to see you for a couple days. And you're so sad about it. He's leaving basically like, I don't know if I'll be back because his mission is to go through a wormhole. So in outer space, um, there's not that many inhabitable planets. And so like we know that like Elon Musk is looking at Mars. And we've been exploring planets, but as far as we can tell, that there's really nothing that's right now where we can have inhabit. And so if our Earth was to become destroyed, uh, Matthew McConaughey and this other team of people are going into space to try to to go through this wormhole because the wormhole opens up and they get to other planets on the other side of this wormhole. And so they find a planet. Well, they're trying to find these planets that are that are inhabitable. And so they get through the wormhole and then this is the part where it's like the time is like, it's so cool. Like the atmosphere so if they cross into this atmosphere whatever happens inside of this new atmosphere it makes time speed up and so if they're in there for an hour it's like seven years on earth's time because they've left our they went through a wormhole which like connects you to like another piece of space and so they are now like in unknown territory so where this like other universe or whatever it is is like the time's going a little bit faster they're now in this one where it's like we got to get this mission done and then we got to get out of here and they kind of get stuck they get stuck in there and so on earth his daughter who he's trying to get home to ages like she becomes old and that's just because of a few hours in this other time zone and then it kind of there's like a what is it the third dimension fourth dimension there's a fifth dimension that Matthew McConaughey finds where he's essentially like everywhere at once and he's able to communicate to his daughter through Morse code as she's older which in turn helps you guys I don't know do I spoil this it's been out forever I'm spoiling it turn it off right now if you don't want to know the ending you should watch. If you haven't seen it, I'm telling you. Okay, I won't spoil it because maybe you haven't seen it. It's so good, though. But essentially, he's able to... He finds his fifth dimension. And blah, 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 blah. But the concept is, is that, like, I had a paradigm about time. I had a paradigm about religion. I had a paradigm about a race. I had a paradigm about career. And I'm finding out that every time I break through a paradigm... And I let myself be open-minded to, like, the new possibility. It's the most beautiful thing that happens in my life. And 
people look at me and a lot of times they're like, oh my gosh, what is he doing? Now his arm's all tattooed. He's like left the church and he smokes marijuana now. And he, this and that. And it's like this other paradigm looks at me without the knowledge of the new paradigm. And so judgment gets placed on you just because people don't have the right perception of what you've gone through. And then once more, it's really fun, though, when you get to this new paradigm. You just kind of let people just judge, say what they're going to say. And then one by one, you get people reaching out to you that like are like, hey, like so-and-so is going through this. And like, I finally see what you're saying. And you're like, yeah, like it's crazy, isn't it? And now you can be there for people. You can help people through this trial. And so my voice is for those people. Like that if you feel like insecure, you feel like you're worthless, you feel like, like it's really hard not to feel like a little bit insecure in the society. Like another one of my insecurities that I work on all the time is like there's this codependency is a real thing with people. Like you want somebody else to make you feel like you're enough when you are enough and it's hard for you to always feel like you're enough. And so a lot of times with me, like I feel really good. I feel really good. But then like if a month or two or three months go by and it's like I still haven't found that like that connection where it's like I want to be with this other person. Like there's almost this like slight little feeling of like rejection, even though you're the one that's putting up the walls and blocking people away because like sometimes you're just so you're just so I don't know you're just you've got things like you have things that you're working on that when you go into a relationship you just want to be like the best version of yourself and so sometimes like you have an like I have an insecurity that I don't want to attach myself to somebody before I'm like a whole person like I want to feel complete like I want to feel complete and then I can give my best to somebody else and so sometimes I even feel like with this podcast like I come across like I got my shit figured out. I'm giving advice to other people, but in reality, like I'm going through, like I'm going through a lot and like, I'm not like, it's really like, it's, I'm not even in a place to where I probably could be like super committed to another, like just to a woman right now. Um, and that's just because like I let I let myself drift so far from myself that I had to find my way back. And now it's like almost just enjoying time with myself because I was gone. Like I talked about in that avatar, I did this one called avatar. And in that one, I talked about just how sometimes you look in the mirror and you're like, what is, where are you? Where are you? And like, I feel like I reunited with myself and became like best friends with myself again and I felt like that once I felt like that before in my life but kind of like let stuff happen where I just got separated and so if like honestly this is like I have male friends I have girlfriends I have girls that I'm interested in like if you feel space and you feel like insecure about even like a relationship with me like it's because I'm going through things also. 
like I want to be there for you guys but sometimes it's I just need to take a step back and like do me and I'm it's funny too because I'm actually going I'm going to counseling like I go once a week I go talk to a therapist I guess and I'm talking to them about relationships and what does a healthy relationship look like and there's like she asked me some questions and she's basically like you go back to your childhood and you kind of see where you get stuck with certain things like romantic relationships friendships like relationship with your parents and you can get stuck at a level that's like six years old ten years old fifteen years old and you just stay stuck at this spot and so therapy kind of helps you work through those things so for me like i found out that like the running the podcast the marijuana like all those things have helped me like overcome things but a lot of times that stuff is like my recognizing it like where I recognize like when I did mushrooms I recognized certain things but then it's like my job to go work on those things like go figure out how to undo like the conditioning that you're used to and I will say that like with all the tools we have available to us nowadays, there's a lot that you can do to help yourself. Like, you're not lost. You're never lost. I was talking to a friend today who he was just saying, like, I'm worthless. Like, I'm a worthless pile of crap. I wish I could go back in time and not, like, be this person. And I'm like, honestly, like, first thing that you need to do is just start putting positivity into your life. Get a book. Get a great book that's about being positive. Um, get rid of drugs and alcohol for sure get rid of alcohol get rid of any drugs that are like dangerous to your health maybe don't get rid of like anxiety medication depression like that type of thing but get rid of alcohol for sure that's doesn't really ever help anything um, and you might be able to have a healthy relationship at some point in the future with it but if you're trying to get better you need positivity you need to stay away from alcohol. You need to find positive people. You just need to like make little goals. Like Lisa said in that last when I interviewed her, make little goals. Like do something as small as like today, if you drank a 12 pack yesterday, maybe drink 11 today, then 10 the next day then nine and then get down to where you're at zero just make little adjustments you don't have to go from like eating mcdonald's every single meal drinking at night and like doing crack cocaine to running 50 miles eating perfectly clean and getting eight hours of sleep every night like overnight you like don't do that to yourself just make little adjustments and those little adjustments, like even though they're, even though they feel difficult because you're like, this is not getting me anywhere, it is. Like there is science to fewer calories. Like if you intake fewer calories and you work out and you exert more energy, then like scientifically you'll like, you have to like, things will shift for you. So maybe not drastically overnight, but if you slowly make steps to just, Achieve your goals and what you want. Life really can become something that you really enjoy and that you really love. And 
you're always going to be working at it. Like, I'm always going to have insecurities. I'm always going to have things where I'm like, like, there's just things that pop up. But I've recognized that, like, those insecurities are just, like, most of them are just other people. Like, I'm looking at myself through their eyes and I'm judging myself. And, like, maybe they're not. Like, I'm looking at them thinking, like, what do they think about my song? In reality, I don't care. Like, I liked my song. I thought it was a really good song. <laughs> so I put that song on here. But I just really want you guys to know, like, I really do believe in every one of you. And if you don't believe in you, like, I believe in you. And if you ever need, like, a little pep in your step or you want to just, like, talk or you think, like, I could... If you email me at kingofcorona2020 at gmail.com, most of the people, this is another thing, like I do that, like email me at kingofcorona2020. It's like everybody that listens like pretty much knows me on like Facebook or Instagram or like I don't even have any followers. I have like 100 followers, but I am friends with you guys. Like I love you guys. This is more like a blog and, like, I hear from you guys on, like, a real personal, um, intimate level. And so, like, I appreciate you guys. And I know a lot of you, like, I know a lot of you are struggling. And I just want you to know that, like, I swear to you, like, I was where you were at. It took a lot for me to, like, just hold myself accountable that my life was where it was at because of myself and not because of anybody else. That's why I say in that song, like, there he was standing in the road wondering what to call home. Uh, So much lying on the road ahead. And then I said, no point blaming everything on them. They're just doing the best they can. Like, I was blaming other people. The reason I was miserable is because of this and because of this person and because of this person. And, like, your life things maybe happened to you maybe you like had like sexual abuse trauma maybe you had like some like when you were a kid horrible things happened to you but just so you know that wasn't okay but that could have been any of us and like same thing with like ptsd from the army if you're in the army and you went and experienced these like crazy things and saw people die like it's super super normal for you to feel like scared to feel like like it's very normal for you to have like the emotions that you have but if you can think about it like what if I didn't go what if I didn't go what if I had a men in black gun and I could just shoot my brain right now and just make that disappear because then like we have the same experience at that point so like if we both zapped ourselves, like I don't remember all my trauma you don't remember yours and you can just live this like life with a clean slate and then things will build up things will happen you'll build all this mess in your head again and then you can zap yourself but like i think the goal is like that's what working through things is is like zapping that stuff and like it doesn't disappear but you can you can look at it in a way where it was like this was unfortunate this happened to me and it's unfortunate and i wish it didn't but because it did like how am i going to move forward with that and like going to counseling really helps but then also maybe one day you'll help somebody else that's like going to be going through something similar to what you went through and then you look back and realize that your purpose for going through that thing 
was to help other people that are going to go through it because you're a strong person. You're a strong individual. So don't let those things like beat you up and rip you down. Use those things to make you stronger and lift you up. I love you guys.